welcome to the Forbes India cover story podcast series in association with the indicas.com. My name is Abhishek and uh, this time around we have a special edition on philanthropy by the Forbes India team and joining me for the podcast is Forbes India's Divya J Shekhar. Hi Divya. Thanks for joining in. Hi Abhishek. Philanthropy is uh, as old as business itself uh, and there have been quite a lot of stories over the last decade on Forbes India itself. So what is new this time around? what is it that this package is about over the past few years like you rightly mentioned we have been writing about philanthropy in 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 different ways trying to uh, understand different trends that surround philanthropic giving you know who are the different people who are at the forefront and we realized that uh, one of the dominant trends in philanthropy in india right now is that it's not just the billionaires who are giving away money but also uh, the various professionals the various venture capitalists or private equity uh, professionals who are also giving away money so uh, historically for a long time now when we say philanthropy we often think of the the top few people like say mr azim prem ji and family or mr shiv nadar and family or the nilekanis or the tatas and the birlas etc but uh, in this issue particularly we are focusing on a new bunch of uh, billionaire families who have come forward with not only their money but also their time and are also picking these very interesting and unconventional causes to support which are in line with evolving time and you've written about uh, anand deshpande who's built persistent systems a software outfit a big one based out of pune what's what's his philosoph- philosophy because he himself has chosen something which is historically ignored by let's say the government or may not get as much as much attention as it should yeah so uh, mr deshpande's cause for example is to help Uh, nano and small entrepreneurs set up their businesses and set up their livelihoods whether it is government policy or whether it is uh, financiers traditional uh, financiers like banks etc it often happens that they the the small and nano entrepreneurs are often ignored like these are people whose businesses are set up using just a say 5 lakh rupees or 10 lakh rupees you know so it's a traditionally ignored or underfunded group of entrepreneurs and what mr deshpande believes is that going forward in order to if we have to start addressing india's massive unemployment problem it needs to begin with having a focus on helping people uh, set up their own businesses or helping people be self employed so he his efforts are focusing on not on identifying the 75 to 80 odd things with with which say small entrepreneurs need help this could be say uh, how how do i get my licenses what kind of compliances do i need to set up the uh, these businesses how do i form a proposal in a way that the bank will approve my loan so these are the different aspects with which nano entrepreneurs struggle so uh, his foundation that is deyasra foundation focuses specifically on addressing these concerns and also he is also at the same time trying to fund academic research that could in turn inform government policies that's his uh, area of philanthropic work that's funded uh, using his personal money right and you also got a chance to speak 
to some of uh, the individuals that have received fun- funding from the NGO. And I think you speak with one lady who started a bakery shop, uh, which wouldn't have been possible before because of lack of funding from, say, the conventional medium, where uh, she's employed five people and the NGO gave access to customers from the corporate clients, which would not have been possible previously. So there is a proper system in place. It is not just about uh, putting in money. Yeah, in fact, uh, one of the uh, good things about a lot of stories that we have covered in this package, it addresses the fundamental question or the fundamental dilemma that many people who want to get into philanthropy face. Like many people, especially, you know, today as younger startup entrepreneurs get into wealth much sooner, one of the questions they face is that, okay, we want to give away money, but we don't know how to do it, or we don't know whether it will have the desired impact. So we hope that some of these stories uh, would also serve like an inspiration that, okay, these people also started out maybe not fully knowing what the impact would be or, you know, but they, they had this idea and they had the sort of the determination to work through that, put up a system in place and and then work towards the kind of impact that they want to create, which was done not just by writing checks, but by sort of using their network, giving in their time to understand what the problem is, what the issue is, what the various challenges are. In terms of uh, effort bearing fruit, uh, I found this bit inst- uh, you know interesting in that uh, uh, the nonprofit that Mr. Deshpande runs, uh, it also, uh, you know, has evolved to charge fees from entrepreneurs that they have supported to subscribe to some premium services. And they respect the fact that uh, you can't be tracking data because otherwise uh, they will be a little cagey about subscribing to them. So everyone's learning. Is that correct? They, they want to try certain models to see which one might work then. Yeah, I mean, uh, across the stories that we have uh, of people in this package, be it uh, Jalajan Vita Dani, be it uh, Radhika Bharatram, Ajit Aisak, Mr. Deshpande, or Rati and Ria Forbes, they all have these very interesting models in place, these very interesting teams in place uh, with which they are you know, approaching uh, uh, their philanthropic activities. And it's very interesting to also understand what drives each of these people to philanthropic giving. And each of them have different reasons, different motivations, but ultimately it comes towards this, this common goal of, you know, using your time and effort to do something good. Has has technology changed the way philanthropy is done in recent times or uh, it's just a broad question Adivya, if you can take a crack at it like what, what is changing i'm not sure about the role of technology in itself but right now a lot of these uh, efforts of uh, philanthropic giving are happening at the grassroots level and are happening not just towards means sort of quote-unquote mainstream causes like say education or healthcare, but also towards say livelihood creation towards climate a lot of these people are actually working uh, with platforms with intermediaries to figure out uh, which is the best way or who are the best NGO partners to have on ground a lot of them are maybe if not setting up their own foundations are also having a much more structured and a much more strategic approach to carry out their uh, philanthropic giving so 
is this approach working is this improving the lives of people that i have set out to improve uh, they have a lot of uh, uh, checks in place to make sure that okay uh, what do i to constantly update themselves and make sure okay what, what am i doing better what am what am i doing uh, good uh, what needs to improve what are the challenges how do i need to keep evolving the philanthropic giving model that i have right now and there's this constant learning that sort of helps them also grow and also helps them improve as philanthropists right and the last question uh, divya is uh, if you could take us through a few of the examples that have been covered uh, some names from this package this uh, package we've tried to cover uh, philanthropy in various ways so one of the ways is to profile uh, people like i said you know people like say radhika bharatram people like rati andrea forbes of forbes marshall uh, anand deshpande of persistent systems or uh, jalajan vita dani where uh, from the asian paints promoter family or um, ajit isaac of questcorp so to to find one of the parts of the package was to find these examples and bring out these uh, new stories about what people are doing second part of the package is to identify key trends that shape philanthropy these days like okay in india it's always been extremely important to give towards god you know religious philanthropy has be, has dominated our society for ages now what is religious philanthropy in india looking like as of today are there ways to improve transparency and accountability in religious giving because a huge chunk of philanthropic money goes towards religion you know how do we regulate that further to make sure that it reaches the end that it is supposed to achieve then there's something on climate philanthropy uh, which is an a, a very important emerging area for philanthropic giving like a lot of philanthropists are now focusing on climate related efforts so what is climate philanthropy looking like what kind of investments does it uh, attract in terms of uh, philanthropic giving what more needs to be done who are the people who are uh, championing climate philanthropy as of now so these are some of the trends and there's also a story by my colleague kathakali about how a lot of philanthropists are you are channelizing their passion for running and their passion by running marathons and re- and thereby raising money for, towards the causes that they want to support so they are using their passion to run as a way to not just pursue something they like but also raising money and raising awareness towards various social causes that they would want to support and then uh, we also have columns we also have say experts coming in from dasra bridge span and various various other say aparna piramal raji or louis miranda uh, coming in and writing about different aspects as to such as why billionaires give money what is family philanthropy what is the potential of family philanthropy and why it needs to improve how financial endowments from philanthropists can create a more resilient social sector or say aparna piramal raja writes about how exactly uh, philanthropic giving in the next gen is different compared to what say her parents or her family or you know uh, the generation before her was practicing uh, there's louis miranda who sort of has a very interesting column where he gets into the various reasons why billionaires give he says that you know sometimes the reason could be as simple as feeling good it could be a selfish reason that okay i am giving money because i want to feel good 
about it. I want to get that warm glow. And sometimes it could be as simple as that. It's quite an interesting uh, mix of profile stories and columns, which we hope would make for an interesting read. Excellent. Thank you so much, Divya, for summarizing that and for your time on this podcast. Thanks very much. Thank you so much, Abhishek. Thank you. And uh, all you listeners, you can get this podcast on ForbesIndia.com, on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, uh, Apple, Google Podcasts, or any other app that you use to download them. And to have someone call you for a Forbes India subscription, message Forbes to 51818.